You're listening to the Call Kent podcast, where Kent C. Dodds answers questions and gives insights to software engineers like you. Now, let's hear the call. Hi, Kent. My name is Virgil. I'm going to read this question aloud, so forgive me if it sounds unnatural. First, I'd like to thank you for producing so much high-quality content. It's been really helpful in my web developer journey. I have a question regarding one of your Epic Web Dev articles. It's titled Full Stack Component, and in it, you are using Remix to create an autocomplete component, basically a search bar using the library Downshift. And you are using their use combo box hook to manage the input props of the search bar. I've been using this component since you first published the article. But now I'm using a second library to, man to manage forms, which is conform. And I would like to leverage the autocomplete features of Downshift, but also the error handling of conform to display validation errors for this particular search bar. And I would like to know your opinion about this integration. Is it possible to use Downshift with conform? And which props are necessary for conform to display validation errors? Thank you, Kent. And that was the call. Here's what Kent had to say. Hello, Vyachil. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, thank you so much for the question and uh, for the nice words. Thank you. So um, I've I should to start everything out. I should say that I've not used Downshift with Conform before. Um, I haven't had a, a use case for that yet um, with the um, the release of Conform and, and every uh, what I'm using forms for so far. Um, but I can tell you that um, the because of the way that Downshift works as uh, this headless component and then uh, eventually these hooks like use combo box, uh, it became a, um, uh, it, it basically you're responsible for what you render. And so you're going to be rendering the input and it's going to give you the props for um, what props you should apply to the input and stuff like that. And the real challenge with combo boxes is the fact that what the user sees um, is not what the value of the input should be, typically. Uh, normally, you're not going to have like the input shows up and they select an item and the item ID shows up in the input. You want to have some display version of whatever that selected item is. But then what you want to have submitted should be the ID of what they've selected. Um, so that makes things a little bit tricky. Um, what you typically do in those scenarios, first of all, you have to acknowledge the fact that um, the combo box is not going to work without JavaScript. Uh, it just won't. Um, there are uh, very interesting things that you can do with progressive enhancement to um, have something else uh, that uh, the user can interact with if that's a, a use case that's important to you. But for the vast majority of people, that use case isn't all that important. And so um, if it's not a, a hard requirement for you, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, so that that's just one thing to uh, acknowledge right from the outset is like this will not work without JavaScript. Combo boxes just can't work without JavaScript. So um, anyway, so what what you do is you render the combo box, and this is the thing that uh, the user is going to be interacting with, and and will display. Um, whatever thing you want to have displayed based on what's selected. But then you need to have a hidden input that is 
um, whatever the, the ID of the item that is selected, like this, yeah, that selected thing. So um, what that means is um, that errors are kind of interesting. Um, so the, you could say, well, okay, the error is actually associated to the ID. Like maybe um, you're doing like a, a, a contact list or something and you can't say well this person has already been added as your contact or something like that or, or they've already been labeled so that's the error uh, you wouldn't put that error pointing to the id because um, and the hidden input field because um, the user can't do anything about that anyway so um, you want to make the error associated to the input that the user can uh, can affect. And so that would be the uh, combo box uh, input itself. So there shouldn't be anything too special that you have to do about that because you're the one rendering the input. Um, you just need to make sure that the IDs match up and everything. Um, and then you should be good to go. There, there might be uh, something interesting. I, I suppose the default value, uh, you would want that to be the ID of the, uh, the value. You're probably going to want to control uh, the combo box uh, value as well. Um, and you'll want to make sure that on selected, like whenever the selection changes, you update the uh, selected ID that's being uh, rendering the hidden input. Um, so yeah, I hope that's helpful. Um, this might be even more helpful to have an actual example. Um, and so if you can put together a code sandbox that has your uh, best effort um, in, in there, uh, whatever, uh, you're planning on doing, then I'd be happy to chat with you about it during office hours. Um, so I hope that's helpful. I'll add a, a link or two in the description of this episode, and I hope you have a nice day. This has been the Call Kent podcast. Learn more about Kent at kentcdods.com and get your own questions answered at kentcdods.com slash calls.